welcome to the news with NDTV. It's Wednesday, February 28th. In today's episode, Congress struggles to hold on to its only North Indian bastion, Himachal Pradesh, a massive drug bust off the coast of Gujarat, Manipur police commandos lay down arms to protest alleged directions to restrain themselves after an armed group attacked a senior cop, and the latest in the US presidential race. First up, Himachal Pradesh Chief Minister Sukhvinder Singh Sukhu, under pressure after the BJP managed to snatch an extra Rajya Sabha seat in the Congress rule state yesterday, has rubbish rumours that he had offered to resign. And I quote, I haven't offered any resignation. I'm a warrior and will keep fighting, unquote. Amid fears of his party losing its last bastion in North India soon, he asserted that the Congress party would remain in power in the state for five years. Meanwhile, the Himachal Assembly was adjourned without a future date after the passing of the budget for 2024-25 through a voice vote in the absence of BJP members as 15 of them were suspended and the remaining 10 staged a walkout in protest. The adjournment came a day ahead of schedule amid the crisis triggered by Rajya Sabha poll results. Senior Congress leaders Bhupinder Huda and D.K. Shivkumar were rushed to Simla this morning to take charge of the situation as trouble brewed within the party. Sources say the party observers are likely to submit a report to the party president Malikarjun Kharge by tomorrow evening. Earlier in the day, former Himachal CM and Congress leader Veerbhadra Singh's son Vikramaditya Singh quit the party and attacked CM Sukhu in an emotional press conference. Vikramaditya Singh attacked the state government for not allotting land for his father's statue. He said, and I quote, I am saying this with a heavy heart, that they, the state government, could not find a piece of land on Mall Road to install a statue of the person on whose name we formed the government. This is the respect this government has shown to my late father, unquote. BJP's Harsh Mahajan, who won the Rajya Sabha election, had switched from the Congress to the BJP three years back. He said, and I quote, I've been a part of Himachal politics for 45 years. I was in the Congress for a long time and joined the BJP about three years ago. So I know people from both parties very well. The discontent among the Congress MLAs gave me reason to speak to them and I'm grateful to them for supporting me, unquote. Congress Working Committee member Abhishek Manu Singhvi was defeated in Tuesday's Raj Sabha election after nine MLAs, six from Congress and three independents, voted against him, resulting in BJP nominee Harsh Mahajan's victory. The anti-drugs agency NCB along with the Indian Navy last evening seized 3,300 kgs of drugs from a small ship off the coast of Gujarat. The ship carrying over 3,089 kg of charas, 158 kg of methamphetamine and 25 kg of morphine worth 1,300 crores was seized. While officials are yet to specify the total value of the drug seized, news agency PTI said 1 kg of charas is priced at Rs 7 crore in the international market. The Indian Navy, in a statement, said, The seizure of drugs, which is by far the largest in terms of quantity, was possible through the collaborative efforts of the Indian Navy's mission-deployed assets with the NCB. The contraband, along with the apprehended boat and crew, have been handed over to the law enforcement agencies at an Indian port. Unquote. All five accused, 
who are Pakistani nationals, have been arrested following the operation which was conducted in the Arabian Sea, a senior official of the Gujarat anti-terrorist squad told news agency PTI. Home Minister Amit Shah congratulated the Indian Navy, Gujarat ATS and the NCB for the success and said, quote, Pursuing PM Modiji's vision of a drug-free Bharat, our agencies today achieved the grand success of making the biggest offshore seizure of drugs in the nation. In a joint operation carried out by the NCB, the Navy and the Gujarat Police, a gigantic consignment of 3,132 kg of drugs was seized. The historic success is a testament to our government's unwavering commitment to make our nation drug-free. On this occasion, I congratulate the NCB, the Navy and the Gujarat Police. Unquote. A section of Manipur Police Commandos has laid down arms in protest over allegations that senior officers asked them to restrain themselves after some 200 members of an armed group shot at and vandalized the house of a senior police officer. According to sources, the commandos are upset that they were allegedly told not to respond with effective fire at the armed group, whose members also kidnapped additional superintendent of police, M. Amit, and his security guard. In the gunfight yesterday, the armed group damaged Mr. Singh's house, vehicles, and a clinic, the police said. This clinic belongs to Mr. Singh's family, whose seven members are doctors. According to sources, a huge armed mob forcibly opened the gate and opened fire. Mr. Singh's father said his son was not at home when the attack happened. The police officer, on hearing about the incident, rushed home with a group of commandos. However, they were intercepted by the armed group. Manipur police on social media platform X said, quote, They were later rescued and admitted to Raj Medicity for medical treatment. A case has been registered in this regard and investigation has started. Unquote. Visuals of the gunfight, which took place last night, shared on social media, show nearby residents running for cover in the dark amid the loud crack of gunfire. The incident came amid the ethnic violence and tension in the northeastern state where armed groups of both the hill-majority Kuki Zor tribes and the valley-majority Metis are engaged in battles to control areas near the foothills. The violence over disagreements on land, resources, political representation and affirmative action policies has dragged on for nine months now. Over 200 people have died and thousands have been internally displaced in the Manipur violence that began in May 2023. Now breaking from breaking news for a bit. Archaeologists excavating an ancient site in southeastern Iran found a tube of red lipstick in a looted gravesite in the Giraffe region in 2001. The delicate container surfaced in 2001 when the Halil River flooded several ancient graveyards in southeastern Iran and dislodged items from the burials, according to Artnet's Adam Schrader. It was later housed in the Archaeological Museum of Giraffe. Recent carbon-14 dating has revealed that the cosmetic artifact was made between 1936 and 1687 BC, making it the earliest reported lipstick. The details of the discovery are discussed in a study called A Bronze Age Lip Paint from Southeastern Iran, published this month in Scientific Reports. While studying the vial, researchers easily extracted the loose, dark, purple fine powder and began testing its chemical makeup. As per the study, 
their analysis revealed that the powder is made of hematite, which produces its deep red color, manganite, brownite, galena, and anglesite, along with plant-based waxes. The research team believes that the pigment found in the vial may have originated from the Marhasi civilization, a dominant ancient civilization from eastern Iran. Now back to news. US President Joe Biden and his biggest challenger Donald Trump won their respective primaries in Michigan on Tuesday as they pivot to a likely November rematch that is looking more volatile by the day. Joe Biden's victory in the Democratic primary came with a warning from progressives, young voters and Arab American Democrats in the form of an uncommitted protest vote. Some Michigan Democrats are unhappy with the US stand on the Israel-Gaza war and want a course correction, or Joe Biden would risk losing a significant chunk of support in what could be a decisive general election state. For Donald Trump, the roughly 30% of Republicans who voted either for his rival candidate Nikki Haley or on the Republican Party's uncommitted line might be more difficult to resolve. The biggest takeaway from Michigan primaries is the increasing support for the uncommitted campaign. Supporters of the movement who were urging Michigan Democratic voters to check uncommitted, said their campaign had been a success because it had attracted enough votes to get Biden's attention. The uncommitted campaign kept its focus narrow, aiming to convince Biden's White House to seek a permanent ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas conflict. And lastly, some positive news. The Tata Memorial Center in Mumbai a premier cancer research and treatment facility in India, has claimed to have discovered a treatment that can prevent the resurgence of cancer the second time. Dr. Rajendra Badwe, a senior cancer surgeon at Tata Memorial Hospital, told NDTV, quote, while the budget for the treatment ranges from lakhs to crores of rupees, this tablet will be available everywhere for just 100 rupees, unquote. The researchers and doctors at Tata Institute have worked for 10 years to develop a tablet that they claim reduces the reoccurrence of cancer by as much as 30% for the second time in patients with pancreatic, lung and oral cancer. Not just this, they also claim that it reduces the side effects of treatments like radiation and chemotherapy by 50%. In their research, the center said dying cancer cells release cell-free chromatin particles or fragments of chromosomes which can turn healthy cells into cancerous ones. Some of these particles may fuse with healthy chromosomes and cause new tumors. Dr. Bardway explained, and I quote, To find a solution to this problem, doctors gave pro-oxidant tablets with reservatol and copper, R plus Cu, to the rats. The R plus Cu generate oxygen radicals which destroy chromatin particles, unquote. The R plus Cu when taken orally, generates oxygen radicals in the stomach, which are quickly absorbed to enter blood circulation. The oxygen radicals then destroy chromatin particles, which are released in circulation, and prevent metastasis, which is the movement of cancer cells from one part of the body to another. The researchers claim that R plus Cu prevents chemotherapy toxicity. In their presentation, they called it the magic of R plus Cu. That's it for today. 
This is your host Akhil Kumar signing off.